0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome everybody into the Overreaction Buffalo Sports Show broadcast simultaneously on the Buffalo Rumblings VidCast Network as well as the Overreaction Sports Network. My name is Joe Miller. You can find me on Twitter as always at Joe Miller Wired. And this episode is brought to you by the Market Dominator. If you are in the market to buy or sell a home, please give my good friend. My realtor buddy, John Spascheck and the Market Dominator team, a call. You can reach him at 716-570-3298. It is good to have all of you who are joining me live right now. Welcome into the program. Please do me a favor. Whatever platform you are consuming this on right now, live, please like, please subscribe. Uh, we are Super Chat Live on the Buffalo Rumbling side. Uh, and also, if you were consuming this podcast in that form, in a podcast, in an audio form on Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday, please also like and subscribe. Also, please tell a friend uh, about this show. And like I always say here, as those of you are jumping into the comments section, uh, whether this podcast finds you around a cup of coffee, which this one actually particularly does, a decaf cup of coffee. But if this uh, podcast finds you around a cup of coffee, at the gym with your AirPods in on the drive to work or watching me live right now. Let me just say one more time. Welcome. It is so good to have you. Uh, I've got some good news for some of you, and I've got some bad news for some of you. Uh, Stefan Diggs. This show is going to be about Stefan Diggs, and uh, it's funny because even after I posted my kind of lead into the show, Uh, this, this, uh, what over the last 24 hours or so, there's a lot of people that's like, Oh, it seems like the whole off season is going to be people talking about Stefan Diggs. Why don't I just log off now? Uh, so that's some of the bad news, but the real bad news for some of you and the good news for some of you is that, uh, you know, Stefan Diggs, is not going anywhere in 2024? That I'm here to tell you right now that Stefan Diggs will be a Buffalo Bill in 2024. However, before we get to any of that, got a little bit of news, a little bit of update coming to you. Um, I'm going, to be, I'm going to be giving you some additional content this offseason. You're going to be able to find that content, that additional content, not on Buffalo Rumblings. You're going to find it on the Overreaction Sports Network, which is my network. Uh, it's been in existence for a long time, kind of in the background. If you remember, I did some stuff last year, Rapid Fire Fridays, Wake Up Wednesdays, Mafia Monday, stuff like that. Uh, but you're going to be, as the offseason kind of wanes and goes, I'm going to be doing less stuff on Rumblings and pretty much doing all of my stuff on the overreaction side of the house. So uh, do me a favor, make a note, a mental note, or a physical note, a note on your phone, whatever. Please go to the Overreaction Sports Network podcast and uh, subscribe there. And then also on YouTube, jump over to the Overreaction podcast on YouTube, subscribe there. Also thumbs up both there and uh, Buffalo Rumblings. Uh, and be on the lookout as well for the Twitter handle. Uh, the Instagram handle, as well as the TikTok handle, and a special quick shout-out to Savage Trish, who ran my social media this year for me and did an absolute bang-up, fantastic, killer job with all of that. Thank you so, so much, Trish, for just being a big part of this show. But we are going to be talking about Stefan Diggs. I threw a tweet out yesterday that basically just said, as the title of this show is, should I stay or should I go in regards to Stephon Diggs, And I would say that the, the mafia is very yin and yang on this. They're, they're either. Yes. You know, Stephon Diggs is an integral part of this team is an integral part of this offense, or they're very much like I'm done with this prima Donna. I'm done with the diva. Get this guy out of here as soon as possible. And I just asked that people would post their thoughts on how the Buffalo bills and Stephon Diggs would be handled this season. And I'm going to give, give you some of those now. Anthony, uh, Seps- sepsi, I think it sounds it's pronounced says done with the drama. Cut a deal to Cowboys and he will restructure gladly. His indifference is not conducive to a championship culture. Karen hashtag city of good neighbors, says he's not going anywhere. Cap it. He's still an elite receiver. And he said in interviews, he wants to retire a Buffalo bill. He's screwing with the national media because they keep screwing around with him, creating drama where there isn't any it's tiring. And I don't blame him. Hashtag go bills. Sal Fresco says, he's not going anywhere. Contract won't allow it. Bean is going to have to hit, on like two wide receivers a draft to phase him out. That's not exactly a ringing endorsement, Sal. (laughs) Uh, My buddy Tim uh, Ashenfelter says, "Uh, sorry, I don't get into the offseason drama. Uh, Sure, read my post, but I do not fret over things I cannot control. That's fair. My guy's uh, Jason over in Scotland, the Scottish Bills Mafia. Dig speaks a lot of words, but doesn't actually say very much, which then becomes a media storm. And this is another off-season with Stefan uh, where it begins. I don't follow it now. It's just babble. Blondie says, I can't see a trade working out positively for us, and cutting him isn't an option. So he should stay. But Bean just really needs to hit on a wide receiver two in the draft. So we, we see a recurring theme here. There are other ones here, like EC, Sepsy, uh, which I, did EC actually post twice? No, that, apparently I'm guessing these two are related <laughs> and they're in the same camp together. Uh, he needs to go unfit to wear the C, let alone the Jersey paths to victory are varied. But one thing is certain championship culture is not divisive or distracting. He is both whether or whatever his reasons are. He lacks the tenets of leadership and focus to be a champion. That's pretty tough. That's pretty tough. Leon B has the gif that just says bye Felicia. Mark says he should stay. We have another, uh, uh we have no other uh, option for wide receiver one. Cap says if he wants out and he's willing to void his contract, then sure, let him go. Otherwise, the dead hit is so ludicrous, he's staying put. So there's a lot of feelings, and people are all up in their emotions, both on each side of this fence. Again, the yin and yang. There's also people that are very kind of, uh, what, uh, maybe in the middle. Right? I am a person who believes that Stephon Diggs is going to be here because he is. And I'm also a person that wants him on this football team. But we're going to get into some stuff. And I'm not going to keep you long. Stephon Diggs, as we all know, and just even from reading some of that stuff, has been a much embattled figure in the press the last year or so. And you know, a proverbial fire at one point was literally burning between him and the Buffalo Bills and some of his teammates. Some of it was his fault. Some of it wasn't necessarily his fault. Beginning last season, we all know the scene. The Bengals are in Buffalo playoffs. I was at the game. The Bills are getting completely embarrassed to the point that when the game was over, the Mafia walked out of that stadium pretty much in silence. And we've got the the scene that forever will stick in our minds of Steph with his arms straight out, shouting back at what looked to be an ignoring Josh Allen. At that point in time, Joe Brady was the quarterback's coach. and was sitting next to Josh, and he looked up, right, because he heard – The noise, but Josh kept his head down. They were obviously both frustrated, Josh and Steph, by the results that they were getting in that football game where nothing was working. The smoke at that moment began to start. And then it was rumored, and I can tell you from sources, that it was mostly true there was a disconnection between Steph and this team and his teammates during the 2023 offseason. The smoke was building. But where was the smoke coming from? Who was it coming from? What was the cause of the smoke? What was the reason for the smoke? And why was there so much tension between Steph and the outcome of the the last game of the season, the way the season went, the way the season ended? What was the tension between Steph and the Bills, who Steph still, I think, has the Buffalo Bills blocked on his Instagram or his Twitter or something like that? I think Instagram, maybe Twitter. I don't think he's ever unblocked them. At least that's what somebody told me or hasn't followed him. I'm not exactly sure. I know that the Bills cannot cannot tag Stefan Diggs. We saw it in the Pro Bowl voting. Where was the smoke coming from? And then the Sean McDermott, I'm very concerned event happens prior to mandatory minicamp, and we had bona fide fire. Fire. There was fire going on. Stefan Diggs is released. First day of minicamp. Stephon Diggs shows up. They send him home. We all know it. Sean McDermott, I'm very concerned. Very concerned that he's not here. Bang, fire's blazing. Almost borderline out of control. We were all up in arms. What is going on? But just as quickly as the fire kind of had flamed up, it also cooled off. It was smoothed over. Water was poured on the fire. Cooler heads, as they like to say, prevailed. We can only speculate at this point in time what the beef was and what it took for them to kind of get on the same page, the words that were spoken, the agreements that were made, and the stories that were told to kind of put people or give people perspective on how or why they felt the way that they felt. But they were ready to, and they did turn the page for the 2023 season. And in the 2023 season, despite what some of the tweeters said, and despite what some people feel Stephon Diggs was an active teammate and leader on this football team. He was an active character, personality with the fans pregame, every game. Steph was, for all intents and purposes, and for, you can't say otherwise, was back to his old self. The fire was out completely. There was no smoke. There was no fire. But the national media continued to stoke a fire, a fire that had had cold water poured all over it. There was no steam even coming out of the fire pit any longer, but they continued to try to get this smoke to continue, try to get this fire to continue. It was a a national undercurrent. No matter what any other receiver did around the entire league to include some of the stuff that, you know, Jamar Chase said in in postgame and, and weekly pressers, like none of that... Was It was worse than anything that we ever heard come out of the Bills camp, but none of that never made the attention as much as Stefan Diggs wants out of Buffalo. He hates it here. He hates it there, I should say. And like clockwork, the beginning of the 2024 season starts and it finds local and national talking heads once again down in the dirt trying to rub sticks together, doing whatever they can to find a story and start a fire where, frankly, no story exists. Cameron Wolf from the NFL Network recently caught up with Stephon Diggs at the Pro Bowl and uh, interviewed him. And this is that interview.
1: Congrats
2: on another Pro Bowl Thank for a year. Guys,
1: how do you maybe corral the, the celebration of what you've got with how the season ended yeah, for you guys?
2: I mean, we had a couple weeks to decompress, especially considering how the season ended. Uh, I had a conversation with a couple of my close friends and, you know, my, my peers. And, of course, uh, the season ended how we won it. Um, of course, some plays that I won back. Of course, I know it's plays we all won back. But more so uh, interpersonally that, you know, it's a more out there. You know what I'm saying? We can say it every year. Uh, hopefully, you know what I'm saying? Hopefully wishing, you know what I'm saying, getting as far as we can. We got a lot of talent. Uh, But, you know, as the season ended, of course, it's just some shit you want back. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you want to go as far as you can. And you know what I'm saying it's just not a it's not a one-person sport. You know what I'm saying? Of course, you want everything and you want the glory, all that type of good stuff. But you know what I'm saying? That day we came up a little short. You
1: say you, there's obviously stuff you want back. Yeah. The year seemed a little odd for
2: you. You yeah, know, you exactly. weren't getting a lot
1: of touches at yeah. some part of the season, and then obviously the last game a little yeah. rough. You know, yeah. it had maybe a drop. I don't know if you yeah, count yeah, that yeah. It caught yeah, a count as a drop. Yeah, like I
2: said that's one of the plays I actually want back. I'll, I count all the plays. If I touch it, I drop it. You know what I'm saying? If I get one hand or the finger on it, I still count it. That's what I like uh mainly, I'm always accountable for a Simpson as a player, I, y'all know me for a long time, of course like and, uh, and even just the season it's in it's total like the balance of it up, you know what I'm saying rolling with the punches you know uh, the first eight games and the last eight games or nine games or ten games however you dice it uh, it's just it was a different picture you know what I'm saying it's something I had to get adjusted to you know as a teammate uh, just, just rolling with the punches being the best teammate you could be best player you could be and keep growing from it so
1: I know obviously a lot of people outside of the building want to speculate on you and Josh's relationship what yeah. does that mean how would you describe where you guys are and moving Josh forward and given what you just discussed yeah I mean i
2: kind of on that multiple times you know what i'm saying i kind of like uh, at this point where i am i kind of let everybody feel how they feel you know what i'm saying if you got your opinion it's, it's not an opinion based business it's a uh, it's a money-based business and a number-based business so for me i try to leave a personal audit, you know what I'm saying. my personal relationship with is my personal relationship it's for the, it's for the people outside of a, for-
0: my personal relationship with him is my personal relationship with him
2: relationship to kind of uh speculate or kind of like draw conclusions or kind of figure it out as they go but uh people that's involved in the, uh between the two people or anybody else involved are the people that know so for me you know i get tired of yeah. <laughs> the same story over and over again, Absolutely. it is what it is you know i'm saying for everybody else uh it's a it's a new off season for you to play around with you talk about off season,
1: last one for me mm-hmm. there's always going to be talk about what is next yeah obviously contract becomes a thing and yeah. you guys cap situation yeah. where you think you'll be you think you'll be a build next season
2: I don't know, like I mean I feel like as far as I like, with the money and all that type of stuff, like I can't control none of that. You know what I'm saying? I kinda of put my hat on and, you know what I'm saying, like, like I said it's a long off season in front of me. As far as like, with the future I don't I don't have any surprises for you right now, but for me, uh I'm gonna still beat me with drugs.
0: You know, I don't I don't fault him for asking those questions. They're questions that maybe have to be asked, but I just, you know, I am I'm, I'm not looking forward to an off-season filled with more of that nonsense. The the reality is is to me that sounds like a guy in Steph Diggs that's not he doesn't have any negative energy. Sounds like a guy in Stefan Diggs that is accountable with the words that he said. Just plays I'd like to have back that one drop. You know, things happen. The season ended didn't end the way that we wanted to. Sounds to me like a guy who understands and Stefan Diggs his role both as a captain and a player. When you listen to his responses, they weren't, there was no negative energy. It was very matter of fact, very Frank. And it's apparent to me that that is a guy who no longer cares what the media thinks of his relationship with Josh. He said it, my relationship was with Josh is between me and Josh. And we know where we stand together and it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. And frankly, you guys can think whatever you want, you can write whatever you want. The fact is, the past is the past, and what happened has been squashed. Steph is a Buffalo Bill, and just as he said, he can't control the money and the contracts. His job, my inference, is to play football, which there is nothing that says he doesn't want to do just that in Buffalo as a Buffalo Bill. But the mafia, somewhere between fiction and reality, is you, the mafia. Some of you get it. Some of you understand it. Some of you know exactly what the situation is with his contract, how he feels, with his emotions. But as always, there's a faction, there's a group, there's a subset that are much like the national media who have no clue what is going on or what the situation is with Stefan Diggs and the Buffalo Bills contractually, which in this situation makes every single bit of difference. First, I'm going to give you some stats that may or may not interest you. And I would say that they should interest you, but you know, you've got your mind made up more than likely one way or the other. So the stats I'm about to give you might not matter to you, but they should. First of all, Stefan Diggs, his first five career stats uh, uh, with the Minnesota Vikings, he had 4,623 receiving yards, 365 receptions for 30 touchdowns. Stefan Diggs, His first four years in Buffalo, 5,372 receiving yards, 445 receptions, 37 touchdowns. He has had in his career, and he had two years, I believe, with injuries, and he had a shortened kind of rookie season where he didn't play a lot. In his career, his nine-year career, 6,000-plus yard seasons, five 100-plus reception seasons, six seasons with eight or greater touchdowns. That's pretty impressive. At first glance, if you take just those stats, Stephon Diggs is a future Hall of Famer in the NFL. You can say what you want. You can think what you want. Those numbers, nine years, 6,000-yard seasons, 500 reception seasons, six seasons with eight or greater touchdowns, and he's got two or three years easy left in the tank. Stephon Diggs is going to the Hall of Fame. Stefan Diggs is also 30 years old. He's not a spring chicken. He's not old. He's not as old as me, but he's not young. But it's worth bringing up that age isn't necessarily on his side. He's on the wrong side of 30, right? But let's just take for a second a closer look at his seasons in Buffalo. Because a lot of people that are detractors for Stefan Diggs Feel like that his production has waned; that he's become less productive. Somehow, he's not the same receiver that he was the first couple of years that he was here, when the offense was clearly different. And there's no, there's no, there's no give and take. There's no give as it pertains to that. There's no acceptance that this offense is very different than it was in 20 and 21. 2020, Stephon Diggs played 16 games. He had 127 receptions on. 166 targets. Listen to what I'm saying. 166 targets, 127 receptions, 1535 yards, eight touchdowns. 2021, he played in 17 games, 103 receptions on 164 targets, 1225 yards. His average uh, pass or his average catch was 12 yards, 12.1 in 2020, 11.9 in 2021, 2022 108 receptions on 154 targets, 1,429 yards. His average catch was 13.2 yards, 11 touchdowns. And Stefan Diggs, clearly the big drop-off in 2023, had 107 receptions, one less than last year, four more than two years ago, on 160 targets for 1,183 yards, 11 yards per reception eight touchdowns. The reality is, is when you look at these numbers, when you look at the information as it's given to you, Stephon Diggs' role is a little bit different. It was different this past year. What the Bills are doing with Stefan Diggs looks different, a lot different for fans like me who basically just use the eye test. What am I seeing? What am I looking at? I'm the guy that says stats only matter until they don't. This is one of those situations where the stats kind of matter. But Joe, they don't. it doesn't pass my eye test. Like I, He doesn't look like the same receiver. Well, we don't know exactly what it is that the Bills are asking him to do holistically. We see a part. We see a measure. We see a piece of it on the field of which he's doing different things, running different routes. And the ball isn't maybe coming to him the same way that it was before. It's still coming to him, but not in the same ways. But is that on Stefan Diggs? Is that Steph's fault? Does that is that is that, it, it, is that information that that realism worth us saying that he's a diva and he needs to get out of Buffalo like he's the problem? This team is never going to win a championship because this guy's divisive? No. It's clear from Stefan Diggs' interviews. It's clear from Sean McDermott's interviews. Joe Brady's interviews. Josh Allen's interviews that Stefan Diggs understands what his role was in 2023 and that he was the team player. He was on board with what his role was. I would imagine and I would guess that as Joe Brady kind of takes over this offense, which he's going to, he's been named, if you don't know, the offensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills officially, that there's going to be a continued evolution of what his role is going to be on this football team. And if you're asking me what I expect, I'll give you a couple of things. I expect him to find an increasing workload, even more so than in 2023, in the slot, more than we saw this year. It's a natural progression. Just take a look at OBJ, Cooper Cup. You look at any number of dominant wideouts through the years, over the last 20 years, that as they've approached 30, broken broken across 30, they find themselves working out of the slot more, especially the ones that are detailed, very good route runners. That was the thing about Cole Beasley, who was undersized for a wideout but had the wiggle, the shake, and the route-running capabilities to play in the slot. That is where Stephon Diggs is going to probably find most of his work. With that, I expect the Buffalo Bills, as a lot of you do as well, to draft a number one wide receiver. They're going to have to. They have no choice. You can't hang everything on Stephon Diggs at this point in that contract, which we're going to talk about and expect everything to be better than it was in 2023. You just can't. You also have to take the head coach at his word. Sean McDermott sees the need to be ex- explosive, and he admitted it in his press conference when he said, basically inferred that they were undermanned, they were undergunned, specifically on offense this past year. Even with Dalton Kincaid coming in, they were not explosive enough. That was the one thing about this offense last year that you could say was different over 20 and 20, uh, 2021. They were explosive those years. They were explosive with Stephon Diggs in those years. They also had John Brown, one of them. They had Emmanuel Sanders in one of them. Uh, Gabe Davis was a little bit more a part of the offense early on in his career than he was last year. He was also injured in 2022. But just imagine this offense that we had this year, Dalton Kincaid, Stephon Diggs, a growing Shaquille uh, Shakir. Like a guy that's growing into himself is it gonna continue to progress in Shakir, James Cook, Naheem Hines is coming back who could catch the ball on the outside, split out of the split, split outside, you know, from the backfield, whatever. And if you add a shiny new number one rookie wide receiver to that group, it should, if the coordinator is worth his salt, cure a lot of the ugly pretty quick. It should. I would also expect the Buffalo Bills to probably noodle around with some other free agent wide receivers that are going to come on the cheap. I mean, if we're being honest, Shurfield and Hardy didn't really work out probably the way that they had wanted to. But in the end, it's the detractors that I still probably need to convince. It's the people that believe he wants out or frankly, that just want him gone. You heard some of the tweets. And I'm going to give you some information that you can educate those people with on Twitter, around the water cooler at work, some of your family members. Because no matter how much it seems like we say that Stefan Diggs isn't going anywhere, they're always like, oh, yeah, just wait. He's leaving. They're going to trade him. It's like they can't. And it doesn't matter what you say. So I'm going to give you some information because in his current contract situation, Stefan Diggs is uncuttable. Stefan Diggs is untradeable. I'm going to say that again for the kid in the back in his current contract situation stephon diggs is uncuttable and he is untradeable stephon diggs uh for 2024 his cap hit to be rostered by the buffalo bills is roughly 28 million dollars that's a big number and it seems prohibitive and it's like oh that's so big we got to get out of that we can't afford to have a wide receiver That might be aging out, maybe not, but they've got to figure out how to use him for $28 million. The problem is, is if you cut him or if you trade him per Greg Thompson from the Cover One Network, and this is reality, it actually is going to cost the Buffalo Bills $31 million. A second ago, I told you that Stefan Diggs is uncuttable and he's untradeable. The reason that he's uncutable and he's untradeable is because it's cheaper for you to keep him on your roster than it is to cut him. That would be devastating. Now you're paying $31 million for a vacant spot and no player. And the reality is that you can't trade him because no team is taking on that contract. And the only thing that they could do was put on a couple void years of which no team is taking on the void years. And I think the Bills are still probably on the hook for the bonuses that they paid him. So it's still going to be $31 million. Stefan Diggs is going nowhere. It would cost the Bills more money to move on from him than to keep him. And lastly, I would expect the Bills, while keeping him on the team, as I said a second ago, they're probably going to restructure him, put a couple void years on it, move some of that bonus down the road. That's just basically numbers that go against the cap later. Restructure him to get that number down. They'll probably give him some more money up front. And as I said, just kick the can down the road a little farther. But for some of you, and I'll apologize to you for the Buffalo Bills. I'm sorry. We're sorry. Stefan Diggs is going to be a Buffalo Bill next year. But for the rest of us... <laughs> That's awesome, (laughs) and I can't wait. I'm excited about the fact that Stephon Diggs is going to be a Buffalo Bill next year because, frankly, there's nobody on this roster right now that can take his place. There's nobody on this roster that is as good as he is, that can run the routes that he does, that can command the attention that he does. I like this football team. I like Stephon Diggs. Does, Does Brandon Bean have some work in front of him? Absolutely. But at the end of the day, this team is better with Stefan Diggs on it than without. Ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you guys hanging with me for a couple minutes for this overreaction uh, Buffalo sports show. Uh, real quick, again, I'm going to be for those of you that joined late on YouTube. I'm going to be bringing you some extra content. However, it's not going to be on Buffalo Rumblings. It's going to be on my overreaction sports network stuff, which has always kind of been there in the background. Uh, after this show, I'm about to hang up on you. Or I'm about to close this out. Uh, do me a favor, go over to the overreaction podcast, find it in your podcast. Please subscribe. Please like it. Also, uh, search in your YouTube search bar overreaction sports network. It'll come up. You'll see the Buffalo head, my logo, please like, and subscribe there. And then also Instagram, Twitter, whatever, uh, tick find all the stuff so that you can kind of keep track of me and kind of where I'm going and what I'm going to be doing in the future. But I do want to say thank you all for uh, hanging out with me tonight. I'll be around uh, doing this for a little bit longer on the Buffalo Rumblings network for this uh, before the off season starts. But again, once the off season does kind of fully, truly begin, I'm going to be doing stuff, uh, bringing extra content, and doing more stuff on my own network. So uh, with that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being a part of the show. Thank you so much for uh, tweeting at me. Uh, those of you that did, I appreciate y'all. And I'll uh, talk to you guys again soon. But with that, Joe Miller, Buffalo Rumblings, overreaction. Cool Bills.